Daddy D. If it ain't going down at the Bunny Ranch, it ain't going down at all. It's going down, going down at the Bunny Ranch. Hello, hello, and happy holidays. My name is Alice Little, and I am a legal sex worker at the world-famous Moonlight Bunny Ranch located in Carson City, Nevada. This week, I have an amazingly wonderful lady all the way hip-hopping across the road from the Kit Kat Ranch. She is just full of Southern charm, the most positive energy, and is just such a vibrant soul. I've got with me Mary Lynn. Hi, Alice. Hey, I am so <laughs> glad to have you here. Thank you. You look just radiant. You've got this beautiful red Christmas colored dress on and it just compliments your eyes so much. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. Ah, so how has your week been? It's been good. It's a little slow. We're getting back into after Thanksgiving, getting revving up for Christmas. So we're doing okay. It's getting ready for some snow. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, for those that aren't familiar with the area, we're located just 30 minutes away from Lake Tahoe, which is one of the largest freshwater lakes in America. I mean, where else do you get to see snow-covered peaks and then have sand under your feet at the mm -hmm. same time? It's, it's right. special. Have you had a chance to spend any time up there? I have. I enjoy Lake Tahoe a lot. It's... I haven't been up there too much since it snowed, mm. but... I'm I'm not a fan of driving in the snow and the ice. It kind of scares the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> if it's snowing too much, I'm like, mm, I'm just going to stay in. I'm going to gonna be like my dogs and be like, oh, I could go outside or I could just not Yeah, just outside. stare at the window. Just look outside. It's oh beautiful. my God. I'm warm. All three of my crappy little chihuahuas, <laughs> I open it up, they see it, they stop with a one little leg raise, like, mm, 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 and turn right back around and run back over to there. But I'm like, you little turds. Yep. It's not that important. They're like, oh, we'll hold it. It's fine. It'll okay. melt eventually. Exactly. <laughs> oh, good. So, how long have you been out here now? I have only, I started working out here pretty soon after I moved to Nevada. I've only mm -hmm. been here since about May, so. Oh, so this is the first no, Nevada this, winter. This is my first Nevada winter. Welcome, welcome. And don't worry, it's only going to get worse from here. <laughs> we had the first little snowstorm. It was so early in October this I, year. Yeah. I was out of town and came back on the plane, and I remember like putting my hands against the pane and looking out, like, "What is going on? Too soon, <laughs> too too soon! Turn the plane around! I want to get off! I want to go back to warm." <laughs> well, being southern, I've never used snow chains or anything. I've never oh, had. Shoot. The only time I've been in a snowy environment is on purpose to ski in it or something fun that I leave afterwards. I've never lived. Immersed in So it. I was going home one night after midnight and I had snow chains on and Lynn, the cashier, is working very sweet. And Oh, you can come back if you can't make it because I live in Virginia City, which is up the hill. Oh, it's I'm the sorry. <laughs> it's a beautiful area. I it's almost moved to Virginia City when I first moved out here, but... 
The snow. So it took me three hours and four tries up three different routes. And I don't want this to make me sound dumb because it's a 20-minute trip one way. So it's 40 it minutes is. And round there's trip. only, what, two, three ways there's into Virginia three ways City? There's three ways from this side, from 50. And I tried all oh, three. And shoot. I ended up putting on my snow chains after midnight in the dark and like four inches of snow. Work. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, there you go. I'm an now- expert at putting on snow chains at this point. <laughs> I dub thee a Nevadan. Congratulations. Thank you you Thank have been you. christened. I've earned it. I'm still a little nervous. I think it's going to get worse. But I promise you it doesn't get any worse than snow chains <laughs> at midnight. I mean, I made it, I mean, it could get night. worse, but you did that though. That's yeah, awesome. It was nice. I, a little excitement. I probably would have turned tail and just given up hope. It'd be like, well, <sighs> it's fine. I live here now until the snow melts. <laughs> I was I was very close to just sitting there because I had warm coffee, I had a warm blanket, and it's like there a truck will come by anytime. Some it's big fine. strong man will right? come by. And you're just gonna be like, Hi, hello. Hi. It's cold. Please you're help. Snow Angel, ready right? to be rescued. <laughs> no, I didn't need it that night. So That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh man. Whiffs and chains, oh my. You would think in this job you'd be like more experienced with like the chains on the tires you and know, chains in the bedroom. They gave me <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. But there's so many different fun things that we get to try and explore. Have you ever gotten a chance to like lean into your kinkier side? Um personally or in the business. In the oh. business. Well, personally, I have a pretty I'm pretty naturally a little kinky and it's probably a switch thing I really like Mm. being dominated and taken over and but I also really like being the boss (laughs) same both both have yeah they have equal releases in different ways they just and it's so nice to have that level of intimacy with a person that you get to play and have a good time with and let me see what I can do with this. And, oh, are you going to let me play with this? And so, um, and professionally it's a little more of a learning because, you know, we're new to each other. It's not, yes. they're not long-term relationships sometimes. Although I do have some clients and I'm sure you do too, that come back. Repeatedly oh yes. Lots of, lots of repeat guests for years. and friends. Yeah. So they, um, some would like to learn or it's maybe biting off a little too much more than they can chew. Sometimes they mm-hmm. want to come in and do everything. And yes. Have the, a pegging party. Oh goodness. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite is when somebody comes in with what I call the wheelbarrow full of bucket list items. <laughs> And none of them go together. Mm -hmm. Like, I want romantic kissing and pegging an orgy. Um, Girls from three different countries, something put up my butt, and could we go to dinner? And I want a girlfriend experience, but can you tie me up? And it's mm, it's like, we can do that, but like, 
Let's have a few conversations. And I find that for a first experience, it's better to pick one or two things to focus on. It's nice. And have that kind of get to know you first experience. And then we come back for the threesome. And then we can plan bondage. And then we can talk about preparing for pegging or other type exploration. Right. To make sure because sometimes just like with food or anything else that is so delicious and wonderful, it looks really lovely and you take a bite and it's not what you thought it was. Mm-hmm. So you back off of that and, you and you're like, oh, else. no, I didn't actually want to be tied up and whipped and chained and flogged and <laughs> turned upside down and then had my pinky toe set on fire. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. And it's like, trust us when we say, take your time and be genuine when it comes to sharing what your experience level is with these things. Are you interested but have never tried? Is this something that you've done a dozen times but now you want to take it to the next level? Giving us that background knowledge makes such a difference Mm -hmm. when it comes to being able to create not just a good experience for someone but the right experience. And it's also okay for a new friend not to know exactly what they want and to come in and just say, I'm interested. I've seen a whole bunch of stuff online, mm-hmm. but I don't know. So what Guide do you me, know? Help me. Right. What and do you know? That That is what we are here for is to help set you up on a journey that's really going to lead to a really fulfilling experience, both emotionally as well as sexually too. Right. Whereas sometimes we lead with, um, pardon my French, the wrong head, you know, blood flow gets distracted (laughs) and all of a sudden the brain cells aren't working together. It's like, hey, if you've never had sex before, maybe we start with one person before we do an eight team orgy. Right. I promise you there's a reason why they call it the bases, you know, first base, second base, third base, like let's take our time and enjoy that rather than just taking all of our balls and throwing them past the freaking home run bench. Right. Like a good example is, um, you know, the premature ejaculation happens. And one of my key advices is to just masturbate before your session. If you feel a little too excited, mm-hmm. get that release Several hours earlier in the day, I find this best, like when you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh God, I'm so excited. He's so excited. We're so excited, you know? It's almost something good to do before a major business meeting, before it's (laughs) it's really good to clear your mind. The best advice to do well in business is jerk off, my dudes. (laughs) I love that. Just rub one out before the meeting. You'll think clearer than everyone else at the table. That's not wrong. (laughs) That's probably a hundred percent accurate in fact I mean it makes yeah. sense it, it's like anything else it like that pressure it builds up right. the intensity the want the need the desire for it and sometimes you just gotta scratch that itch right you just or gotta just come in out. for a morning session you know a little breakfast a and blowjob I don't know breakfast and blowjobs one of my favorites yeah <laughs> Okay, oh my you, pro- you sound like you've got a good and, breakfast and blowjob story. bacon with coffee and a nice dick. Or 
just yeah. w- waving right there over the room ta- room service table. <laughs> I love it. Oh, so do I. Because like, who really wants to get out of bed first thing in the morning? Especially right. if you've just spent the night with the lady. You wake up, you're all over, you're all warm and cuddly. Do you really want to go put your feet on the floor no, and go get breakfast? No. Hit that button. Roll over, get room service. And I mean, by the time you're done with round one, food has arrived. And after you're done eating, it's time for round two because you've had enough time to kind of reset. And then right. you can just roll that into like ordering lunch, 11Zs. We'll do it <laughs> Hobbit style. It's cool. 11Zs. 11Zs. Because <laughs> you have breakfast, second breakfast, 11Zs, snack time, tea, wow. dinner. Wow. I I Brunch, definitely have lunch? I was a hobbit in a past life I'm pretty <laughs> sure cuz I'm all about like I eat like 11 times a day mm-hmm. it's ridiculous <laughs> I'm always like mmm berries sound good mm. yes berries mmm mm. pancakes mmm my precious Talking about food or the rain Yeah I uh waffle everything so Ooh what's your what's your like perfect waffle. Describe it to me. Well, I don't really make waffles because I have extreme dietary restrictions. So I put cheese and egg and sometimes I'll put bacon, but that's like the base is just cheese and mostly like an Asiago or Parmesan to make it like a crunchy bread. Oh, that's nice. I throw anything into it with it. Well, meat based. I I'm a meat-based eater. Hey, no worries. It's the only thing my poor body will digest anymore. I am what I eat, and all I am is like skin and bones and meat. So that's what I You're eat. You're beautiful. Are you kidding me? I mean, you were talking to like the queen over here. Like as many of our listeners know, I always am like sharing the saga of my epic food allergy journey. I had my appendix out almost two years ago. And ever since then, it's like my body just randomly is like, red light, you can eat nothing. Green light, you can eat things, but only for five minutes. Red light, you can't eat anything now. Oh, yeah. You, you think you think you like bread? You think you like bread. You do like Hives. bread. No, you like bread. I love bread. I yeah, miss bread. I know. Bread's good. Bread's wonderful. Your body doesn't like but bread. At the same time, <laughs> I am so grateful for the fact that there are more gluten-free options, yep. more whole food 30 options. They're really starting to put a lot more out there in terms of inclusivity. And I mean, it's not even just in the food space in terms of inclusivity. It really is kind of spread everywhere Mm -hmm. within our country. Well, we have an epidemic of these food allergies and autoimmune disorders going around. So, and then the technology that we have that helps us to provide for ourselves these days is just phenomenal. We can, if we don't have the technology to find out why we're allergic to something this year, we might have it. Goodness knows we've got some fantastic doctors and scientists out there that are working on this stuff right now for it's, us. It's wild. It's to, If they find a problem, they solve it as soon oh, as yeah. possible. Oh yeah. It's really, so, really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like that goes for our guests too. Like we are food allergy friendly. If you have a shellfish allergy, if you're allergic to coffee, you know, heavens forbid, like knock on wood, that never happens to anyone. (laughs) I die without my coffee as I sit here like protectively like, shh, my precious. Don't worry. No one will take you from me. I'll never let you go. I'm allowed to have this here. Right. (laughs) But even with that, like if somebody tells us like, hey, I've got a shellfish allergy. No worries. I'll just avoid shellfish for the next like 48 to 72 hours. We got you. Absolutely. Between the two of us, we probably know every single food allergy friendly (laughs) restaurant within the area. Within Reno and Carson City. And we've personally vetted them. (laughs) We know. (laughs) (laughs) Clean food sources. We are probably good resources for that. It's true. It's true. It's like you need to avoid meat. I know some vegan spots. You need to avoid vegetables. I know some great (laughs) grill places that will even go so far as to have a separate gluten-free fire Mm -hmm. for those that have allergies, which is awesome. Yeah. It's nice. It's like a whole menu of options. And Carson Valley has such a great, I mean, it's just an agricultural wonderland, basically. We can grow. Mm. We have grass-fed beef all over the place. Oh, and it's so nice because you drive past and you see them and they're happy cows. Like, they genuinely have, like, a ridiculous amount of acreage. Like... Yeah. They don't know the day they're going to die just like we do. No, it's true. And a lot of the times, a lot of the times now they do... They're just happy. ...the rendering right there in the field, which I think is really interesting, rather than loading them up onto trucks and hauling them off. Right. They've started to do a lot of really ethical ways of handling things. Right. Like... I'm a mini pig mom. Her name Mm -hmm. is Wanda. She's my little princess. But I still eat meat. I still eat bacon. But I like to know the ethics behind what I'm consuming. That's how. So I pre-order my meat from like Benson Farms at the beginning of the year. And it's Mm -hmm. like, give me half a cow, half a pig, five dozen chickens, all your eggs. And that's the way to do it. We have access to that right now. And it's the best for... You and for the animals. Yes. And, and I was going to say with your food allergies, I imagine you were a whiz in the kitchen. Well, I do. Yeah, I like to. I used to love making muffins and stuff. And so. Going, we got to put our heads together and find like a flour substitute that isn't going to kill you. Are you able to do any nuts or legumes or I do. cassava flour? Like I'm like, what have I eaten? I hmm. have tons of flours, but it's just it. It, it's complicated to cook. Mm-hmm. It takes, I'll tell you, food allergies take some of the fascination and the thrill of baking away for sure. So. Yeah, because baking is so much chemistry. Right. And at a certain point, you're just happy if something comes together and you're like, hooray, and a puck of, that resembles a pancake, right. which is, I found one that's not bad, Lacanto Le, or something like that. They do one with like flat, like a, a non-wheat flour. It's It's really tasty. So what sort of things do you enjoy doing in your downtime? Well, I like to relax and go to hot springs. Mm. And that's one of my favorite things. I live here because there are hot springs here. The Carson Hot Springs, A+, A++++, especially this time of year, Lord. Yeah. So, and then uh, 
another form of release I have is I like to write. I've journaled a lot as a child and then started writing short stories and really enjoyed that. And so with this job, I am looking into exploring how to express myself in writing in more of an erotic style. Ooh, kind of like erotic literature? Yeah, I'd like to... Um, like test my own boundaries and see my own comfort level. Like yes. my, I would just like to see how comfortable I am. And so like, give me, give me some examples here. What, what kind of boundaries have you pushed so far in your writing? Uh, I really like writing kinky, like BDSM scripts. Yes. Yes. But like. 51 plus shades of gray, not just the first 50, <laughs> all the shades of gray, including black. To be honest, I've never read that book. I've never seen the movies and I, I don't know what, how to that's compare probably it. probably a good thing. Right. It's that's very BDSM light and like, and he spanked it. <laughs> and that's what I've heard blah. is like the things that I, um, like one time I had a guy, he came in and I was in the bathtub and had the shower clothes with some candles so you could just see my silhouette. Ooh. And then, so he was only able to watch. He couldn't. Oh, voyeurism. <laughs> yes. So he could only watch me. And then I made him go and like tie ropes to the bed or something so I could tie him up later. So then he had to go and wait in the room for me. And then I tied him up and sensory play is another thing. I blindfolded him and like put scissors next to his ear. Ooh, so you oh, could you, like that sharp, like that, just the sound of it. Oh, I love that. The scissors is smart. Like I've done like, I've like rubbed knives or like sharpened yeah. a knife. But I've never done scissors. Oh fuck. I love that. <laughs> I'm literally just like taking notes over here, like fuck yeah, this is hot. So that's the kind of thing, like I don't just so both things in that, action and in writing. God, that's so hot. Oh, I wrote it down first, and then like made him crawl on all fours. So it's like, and then in the paper, I write like I'm, of course, I'm the goddess, and obviously he's the beast. I mean, look at you, obviously. <laughs> Thank you. So he's the beast and I'm taming the beast. And so he's got to crawl on all fours into the living room. Yes. And yes. then, I, of course, I like literature and writing. So I spank him a few times with a book. <laughs> I'm floored. <laughs> I don't sit think sit on I've, his back and pun. I've never beaten someone with a book. Like my personal bucket list <laughs> just got added to tonight. And I just sat on his back and read through to make sure I had done everything on the list and mm. took some pictures because we had a big mirror. So I really liked what it looked like, me sitting the, on him. The imagery of that is so intense. Like you just delicately perched. You could just, ah, oh, it's hot. Right. And it's and one so of those script. unique things that where else do you get to live that and get to be in that role and own that space and that energy? Like where, where else do you go for that? <laughs> right. So, and it's nice to have new friends and lovers that come in and want to be exploratory with you and 
go back and forth with writing the scripts of like, <gasps> oh, is this too far for you? Would you like to do this? Would you like it's to do fun. that? And it's such a beauty of, again, making that connection and setting up an appointment, being able to communicate back and forth with the written word. Mm-hmm. It adds like a layer of seduction. It really does. It's a huge turn on to read and then be able to act things out. Yes, because it, it's like you're already putting intention behind your words. Like once you write something down, it, it's intention. It's this is what I want to have happen. By putting this in writing, this will happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay attention to it, nurture it, make it so. And it's like, oh, you want to have like the kinky BDSM session of your dreams? Well, get them out of your head and get them on paper. Get it on paper, yeah. And Let's- then you get to like... Go from there and be like, okay, so we're doing this and we're going to do this in this space and this in this space. Like, have you ever thought about publishing these under, under like Mary Lynn? Um, well, I thought about publishing a long time ago, not under Mary Lynn. Maybe that's an actual ex- excellent idea because I was thinking of writing all of these raunchy stories under a man's name. What? Why? Because I was, whenever I was younger, a guy told me that I told him that I wanted to do racy, sexy stuff. And I was like, well, I'll probably just use a a male pseudonym. And he's like, are you that risque? And I thought, wow, I, now I'm definitely not going to write under a man's name because why would... So I have to cover up my female kinky side. Like, I'm not not a man, you know? It's 2019. It's about to be 2020. This was about 10 years ago. It was like 2009. It's the dawn of a new century. (laughs) I say Mary Lynn publishes her erotica novel, and I'm going to buy the first copy. Oh, I'd sign it for you, Alice. Thank you so much. Please do. (laughs) Because it's like when you're like a New York Times bestseller, you'd be like, I know her. Yes, yes. That'd Seriously, be awesome. Seriously, you should go for it. It's it's something you're passionate about. It's I something am. you clearly have a talent for. Like, <laughs> gentlemen, if you're looking to have like the literary fantasy of your dreams, look no further. <laughs> that's that's really hot. Cool. Oh my gosh. Are you excited for the new year? I am excited for the new year and everything that it can bring. I have no idea what the winter holds for me, but hopefully no more snow chains at midnight. I know fingers crossed. No more no, that won't happen again. And I know that we'll have plenty of friends and lovers come keep us warm and cozy all so, mm-hmm. all winter. So speaking of which, how can people get a hold of you? I am Mary Lynn at KitKatRanch.com and you can Find me on Twitter at Very Mary Lynn. I love that. That's super cute. <laughs> As to myself, you can reach me, Alice Little, at bunnyranch.com. Follow me on Twitter at the Alice Little or on Instagram at the Alice Little Official. You can also check out my website, thealicelittle.com. Thank you all so much for listening and joining us. We hope that you have the most merry of holiday seasons. Please do be sure to like, subscribe on whatever listening platform you're on. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel to get a glimpse behind the scenes. Again, my name is Alice Little, and I will see you all next week. Bye!